Welcome to The Stars Aligned, a podcast about all things astro and human design, and how these two amazing tools connect to help you align with the life you came here to live. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Stars Aligned. Uh, This week, we have a really interesting, quite enlightening, probably very deep episode that we're going to jump into. And it's all about the new age, the kind of, you know, we've all been part of this, this year of this shift in consciousness, this shift in so many different things. We've all kind of um, risen together in that, or I guess we're still rising, but we're going to talk about what that means within human design and astrology and how these kind of things that are happening now are written in the stars, quite literally. Um, And yeah, so I'm going to kind of kick this episode off by asking Siobhan, so what is, what, what is being said in astrology about what we're going through right now and what we're going to kind of expand and emerge into like what does all this mean so yeah it's it's a it's a heavy one (laughs) there's a lot of information but we're moving towards the age of Aquarius so if you think about we're, we're kind of already in it already but on December 21st of this year so in less than a month we're going to have something called the great conjunction And this is where the planet Jupiter, which is all about expansion and abundance and joy and opportunities, and the planet Saturn, which is more about structure and control, it's where they come together at zero degrees in the sign of Aquarius. And the great conjunction, I mean, these two signs come together every 20 years, but this is at zero degrees. And it's for the first time in 600 years, it's in an air sign. So it's in Aquarius, which is a pretty big deal because for the past 600 years, we've had these two planets, um, they've been in earth signs. And if you think about earth signs, it's all about materialism and like very, so like Capricorn energy, like structure and stability. And there's no real space for, like free thinking. And so now that we're moving into this um, age of Aquarius, where everything is changing, and I'm sure you're going to go into this as well with human design, but like all these old structures are coming down. It's just not going to work anymore. We can't keep doing things the way we've always done things. We need to be more fluid now. We need to be more free thinking. We need to focus more on the collective instead of the individual, instead of like me, 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 and like I'm building this and I'm doing this. It's like, it's such a shift away from that. And so December 21st is like a huge day for us all. I think it's like, I'll I'll talk about it more in the episode later where what we can do on that day to kind of bring in this energy for this new age. Um, But yeah, Aquarius is the humanitarian sign of the Zodiac. It's the free thinker. It's all for the collective and it's just such an exciting energy. Like we can feel it already. It's coming. And yeah, I can't wait for it to happen. Yeah. And do you think like it's why, you know, because it's all about this coming together and 
Mm. You know, we look we look at this year that we're we're still having, you know, in many places of the world, we're still, you know, very much affected by what is happening in terms of coronavirus, you know, in terms of, you know, these, um, the politics of the world, the, you know, uh, fight for equality and freedom of who people really are and allowing people to be their true selves. Like, there's so much going on and so much coming to the surface. And do you think that is a way of bringing us closer together? Because essentially, we're all going through this together. Yeah, absolutely. Like everything that's happened this year, I feel like we've already spoken about this, but it's like happened to bring us together. Like it's the first mm-hmm. time in a long time that it's it's affected every single person on the planet. Mm-hmm. Like we're being forced to kind of look at our lives and like reflect on what's not working anymore. So moving into the age of Aquarius, it's not just like, it isn't just for the collective. It's also looking at our lives, like what structures are we clinging on to that might not work for us anymore like even relationships marriages jobs like ways of living diet like there's so many things that we cling on to because we've been conditioned to think in that way but it just Mm. doesn't work anymore like it drains us and we're kind of being asked now and Capricorn is also like all focused on stability and it's it's not like the sign of the zodiac that's that open to embracing new ways of being whereas Aquarius is so this is just yeah that's what it's all about it's like this this new way of living, like having this vision of being able to just be our authentic selves, you know, like when you kind of accept someone for who they are, instead of like who you think they should be, it's, oh, there's like, it's, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And this is like, I mean, Capricorn, they're quite like the, they're they're the hard workers, right? They're like the workhorses, you know, and it's this whole idea of, I mean, I will go into this with the, you know, the new paradigm shift according to human design, but it's, it's literally, you know, the same kind of thing. It's, it's, you know, like we're going from this era where, you know, it was all about to get what you wanted and to, you know, be successful and to make money and all of these things. It was about push, 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 work, work, work. And actually it's shifting. This is shifting, but we're so conditioned to believe you know that's how that's how you get what you want like you've just got to go out there and I I mean I I think I talk about it a lot like you know this this idea of crushing it and this idea of you know drive and you know we're all driven in different ways and we need to like celebrate that yeah and like determine you know like success isn't just it doesn't have to be this like struggle this like up word struggle and Capricorn is that goat that's like super determined to climb the mountain I'm, I'm making Capricorn sound negative at the moment it's not at all I'm Capricorn rising we need Capricorn energy um, but collectively we we do need to move away from that for a bit because it's so focused on like these goals and um, it's it just doesn't leave much room for fluidity like it's you know the industrial revolution factories materialism these are all this like old age you know this old way of doing things now we are moving into a time where like look at what's happening with like travel and energy and green tech and food you know like it's such a time of like upgrade we're really going through so many changes um and like how does this tie into the new paradigm in human design I'm so curious because I only know a little bit (laughs) about what it means in human design. Yeah. So, I mean, how we explain it in human design. So 
I think I briefly mentioned last week in last week's podcast about the arrows um, in our chart. Mm -hmm. So there there's four arrows at the top of your chart and they're either pointing to the left or pointing to the right. So if they're pointing to the left, you need to be more that way. So more consistent, more strategic, more disciplined, focused, that kind of thing. But if they're pointing to the right, it's about being more inconsistent, not kind of um, Mm. being so disciplined and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And we're going from a time of being more left to becoming more right. So that is literally flowing with things, surrendering to um, to the universe and the uh, uh, just surrendering to the flow of life and the ease of life and to who you are. Like this is like one of the main things, but okay. Like it's not to say we we've been in these eras before we kind of bounce between both of them, you know? And so we've, we went into the era of leftness, let's call it, um, which is, um, so being more consistent, being, you know, all of these attributes, they enabled us to build things up, to create things and set foundations for what is coming next. And, you know, we can look at like the magic that we created in this era that we've been living in. Look, like we can do this. Like I, I'm looking at you right now and you're in South Africa, you know, like um, we, we wouldn't have been able to do that if we didn't have people who were working so consistently, who were, you know, disciplined in what they were doing, focused, whatever. Like we wouldn't have had that, um, this, you know, this uh, way of communicating with each other or, you know, you know, flying a plane, like traveling across the, like, yeah. you know, it's actually magic if we look yeah. at it. Um, so we wouldn't have had those things. So they were necessary for our growth as a collective overall. But now we're, you know, what we're ready for. It also built up a lot of um, institutions, you know, the police, the governments, um, hospital schools, all of these things were built up within this time. We used to live in a completely different way, right? And um, and it's um, these things, things that were kind of built on bad karma are going to start to kind of crumble down. And it's the same within human design. You know, we've been in this era since um, 1610 and we're going to fully... Um, emerge and immerse ourselves into the new paradigm in 2027 so this is why everything's happening now because it actually takes seven years to decondition you know uh from something so this is why we say you know I mean they say in everything it's the first seven years in a child's life is so important because that's how they learn you know like they're the that's when they're like the most like spongy selves are absorbing everything around them And what I find equally interesting is to actually look back in time and look into the history of when the last paradigm started and look at that actual, that kind of uh, constriction for entering a new era. So, okay, it was the golden age. It was Elizabeth I and, you know, she died, like kind of uh, beginning of the 1600s and then um, and then it was kind of you know um, there was a civil war in the UK there was the plague there was the great fire of London this all happened in the 1600s and I just you know when I kind of read this news my like mind is blown because I'm like 
you know, you know, that saying history always repeats itself. Like, I just feel like this is happening again. And, but it is about, you know, um, you know, coming into this uh, age of rightness is all about, it is about the collective, but in terms of we have to be comfortable with being ourselves in order to immerse ourselves in the collective. And, you know, it's kind of what's happened over this era. It has actually been quite a tribal era that we've been in. And it's been this, um, you know, coming together of people and finding your soul family. And, you know, this is why, you know, kind of, um, you know, we're much closer with our friends and things like that now. And, you know, we find our little tribe of people. And um, so that's like a really good thing that we're taking from this. But the idea is in order for us to truly rise up, we've got to get rid of this thing called runging, which is, you know, this idea that we are, we put ourselves in a position and say, okay, I'm not as good as that person, but I'm better than this person. And this is the idea. This is why, you know, we have so many things coming to the surface with equality as well, because we need to get rid of that. We need to get rid of this wronging and really just, um, you know, allow it. And the best way for us to do that is be aware of when we're doing it, because we will all do it at some point, you know. Um, oh, like that person's got more money than me or, oh, like, you know, I'm doing better than than that person is doing or something we need to catch ourselves in those moments and release that and acknowledge that we're all connected (laughs) absolutely and when we do that we kind of we kind of create more you know um more togetherness between us and everyone Mm. not just our soul family you know yeah because everyone yeah sense and like everyone is valued um And it's so interesting that you say, like, take seven years, like 2027. So obviously the planet that rules Aquarius, it used to be Saturn, but now since the discovery of Uranus, it's the planet Uranus. And Uranus is currently Mm -hmm. in Taurus and it will be in Taurus until 2025. So also like these next four to seven years, it is like very significant in this transition that's kind of started this year from this material (gasps) into like a lighter way of being. Um, and yeah, I just feel like we'll kind of see it over the next, yeah, four to seven years, like how it's kind of going to play out and how we're going to start to like shift and start to share resources and just like be more kind. Like that's also what Aquarius energy is all about. It's like, yeah, valuing everyone. I think Aquarius people are so compassionate. They can really like put their feet in like everyone's shoes and they can acknowledge that we're all connected. Um, And we all need to start doing that. And we've seen it this year because we're all going through the same thing. And yet there's still so much inequality. Um, Like there's still so much upgrading that has to happen. You know, we need to have more of a shared economy. We need to have, we need to share resources. We need to like have like free energy. Um, You know, we really need to change things. These old structures, Mm. I guess they're being dismantled this year a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it kind of reminds me of what you were saying a few weeks ago about the South node and the North node. Yeah. I wanted to talk about that too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like taking the gold out of your South node. So it's kind of like, okay, like this whole era wasn't a bad thing. It was something we needed in order to rise up and, you know, uh, morph into the next, um, 
the next paradigm but we can take the gold from that so you know this idea of like having our soul families and these kind of relationships that we've really created Mm. it's kind of using that but being able to adopt that to everyone you know and seeing we are all the same we could we are all just as worthy as each other because we all have our own uh you know peace to give Mm. We are part of a bigger picture. Yeah. Right? And what is so interesting, like this year with the North Node in Gemini and next year still, you know, it's it's all about respecting our differences and almost like finding a funny side, like a comic side to how seriously we all take ourselves. Like you just have to laugh mm-hmm. at some of the stuff that's happened this year. Like you have to. And the South Node in Sagittarius at the moment, there's so many lessons on diversity. Like Sagittarius is all about different cultures and different languages and yeah it's like this focus on diversity again and like learning to respect each other um it's just so interesting how it all ties together and even the date um of december 21st 2020 um in numerology that makes the number 10 which comes back to number one again um you know and that's like this this age of aquarius like a new beginning number one like a new beginning a new age a new earth Wow. So what does that, um, so the age of Aquarius, would this kind of have any effect on people who are Aquarius or, you know, like, or in what places (laughs) would it have an effect? Because I am uh, Aquarius North Node. (laughs) You are. And Venus and Mars, right? yeah. (laughs) Um, So it definitely does affect Aquarius people more in the way that they might have not felt like they've truly been able to fit in in the past like however old they are um and it's kind of like they are going to be stepping more into their authentic self so having your north node in aquarius like i honestly feel like on december 21st it's going to activate you it's going to like push you right into that doorway in Mm. a way like next year i feel like next year for aquarius people like from december 21st it's like oh there's like so much abundance coming and the more authentic we are And the more we kind of present ourselves in like a truthful way, like the more will just unfold for us. Like it's just magic to just be ourselves. And we are seeing more of that, but there is still so much fabricated stuff out there. There is still a lot of fakeness. And the age of Aquarius is very much about authenticity. Mm -hmm. It's like respecting people for who they Mm -hmm. are. (laughs) And it's about really, you know, we say in human design, it's really about surrendering to yeah the rightness right like so so um I say like they kind of call this age like the rightness but it's it truly is like what is right for you and what is um authentic to you and you know really releasing that conditioning and you know a lot of the things that I what I would suggest like people could do as like a little practical tool that you can do is write down everything that you want just like plain and simple, everything that you want, but then look at each thing that you want and try and look at it from a perspective of where is this coming from? Is this really exciting me or is this coming from a place of conditioning? So, you know, for example, if um, it's like you put down like, you know, I want to be rich, look at it. Does it excite you? Does it light you up? Does it make you excited? Then that's authentic. But if it doesn't, okay, maybe maybe one of your parents, um, you know, had that ambition and you've just kind of um, taken that on. It's felt like, you know, something that you have to do. And 
just really look at it all with a you know like a new perspective and because then you know as you're saying like it's about all always being kind of our authentic selves and you know it's going to be much more easier to manifest things actually um in this era that we're going into and one thing in human design so if you have the bottom right arrow if it's facing to the left you can manifest like super specifically so this is related to strategy so when you're wanting something that's good for you to have a plan and write down the details and all like this but me and you we are actually non-specific uh in manifesting so it's good for us to like write down what we want but just surrender to the flow of that happening have faith in that we don't know how it looks or how it's gonna look that's it that's so cool and you know that would be a good um that would be something good to do on december 21st because i feel like because that is the day of the great conjunction like the energy will be so strong, like we'll all feel it collectively. And it's also the winter solstice up in the Northern hemisphere. So it is just like a powerful wow. day. That would be a good day to do that, to kind of not just write down the things that you want, but like your kind of vision for your future, Yeah. Perhaps. like how mm -hmm. you want the next kind of part of your life to go, like moving into this new way of being, this new way of flowing, this new way of living. Um, and also thinking about your gifts and things, your like our gifts, our talents, um, because when Uranus is in Taurus, Taurus is kind of like the five senses. It's all about gifts and things. It's a good time over the next few years to kind of get an upgrade of our gifts and talents as well. And maybe moving into the age of Aquarius, we'll all feel more comfortable to kind of step up and just be like, yeah, this is this is something I have to share. Like I want to share this with the world. I think it's also no coincidence that we've kind of really stepped into this more this year, you with human design, me with astrology, and now we're kind of sharing mm -hmm. it even more, like even this podcast in a way, it's like, we want to share, <laughs> we want to yeah. share this, this gift with the world um, so that we can all kind of evolve together. It's like sharing resources and. Yeah, and it's kind of about like really, you know, kind of right now, I feel it's about really going within Mm. and you know being authentic and when we are when we kind of um embrace that and embrace our own um we can really then be part of the collective right like we can yeah you know, everything that's being conditioned in us and you know we can really step forward for the collective and live kind of more harmoniously together mm. yeah um, but, you know, I mean, we're still pushing through. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, with this great conjunction on December 21st, um, because Jupiter and Saturn are almost like polar opposites in a way, like it's quite interesting that they're coming together. We can also, we can kind of ask ourselves two questions. Like on the one hand with Jupiter, um, we can like think about like what we should be hanging on to and embracing and opening ourselves up to but on the other hand with Saturn like what can we let go of like where can we kind of like loosen the reins a bit um so that we can propel ourselves forward so it's like yeah what 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 must we keep but what must we let go of at the same time mm. um yeah. and it's that kind of like with Saturn because Saturn is like the teacher right like mm. so it's it's kind of okay what have I learned yeah or in yeah order to let go of like I'm done with it because I've learned it 
And I feel like so many people are talking about that at the moment, like things we're we're like, we're clinging onto things. I think it's because we are collectively, we're all aware that these old structures are being dismantled and we're almost, it's almost like fear, right? Like to go through that, that doorway into, into this age of Aquarius. It's like, ah, what can we bring with us? Like, oh, like I'm going to just hang on to that old job that doesn't make me happy or this relationship or even things like physical things, like clutter and you know it's like oh just like get rid of stuff that's like holding us yeah (laughs) I know Um, and it's hard sometimes it's it's like it's so hard like yeah much easier said than done (gasps) you can even be I mean personally even I'm aware that you know okay I need to let go of this but I even find it so difficult myself even when I'm aware of it Mm. but I think the key to initially letting go of something is to create that awareness around it and being okay like do I need to let go of this being aware that it's there basically and then kind of you know seeing whether it's you know um worthy for your karma worthy for your you know next step basically yeah yeah and you know for the next 150 to 200 years um the great conjunctions are all going to happen in air signs. So Aquarius, Gemini, Libra. And that is like energetically, that is so exciting for us. Like it's like a whole new wave of energy that's going to just like blow in. (laughs) I like can't even imagine what's going to happen, like how we're going to expand like as a, as the earth. Um, Like there's just so much. It kind of, it kind of sounds like, magical yeah yeah it is in a way it is and it's like you know the last time um so there was a great conjunction in Libra in 1981 um and that was kind of when we had like that new wave movement in fashion and art and stuff um wow and that was the first time that the great conjunction happened in an air sign since like I don't know 800 years ago or something crazy like six to eight hundred years ago the exact dates are Mm -hmm. confusing but um yeah it's just like we all are kind of moving into this age now of wanting to create and expand and build together like for a better Mm -hmm. world you know we're not just thinking Mm -hmm. so much about us and our little tribes like what you said um yeah, yeah it's like expensive yeah it's and it's, it's kind of um, yeah <laughs> true um it's it's also like you know this idea because the you know if you th- you mentioned it before about um the discover when when we discovered Uranus mm. so when we discovered Uranus we started living longer you know so we yeah. could actually tap into instead of just working hard for 40 years and then that would be it you know we started living longer so we could kind of pick and choose you know life got a bit easier we you know it wasn't you know when am I gonna next uh you know hunt an animal to have food or you know anything like that but before then the generator was you know the generators are most of our planet so either generators manifesting generators and they were you know they're the builders and doers and you know, a lot of the time in the past, they were really kind of suppressed and, you know, um, weren't we like slaves or yeah, they were like the slaves because they were, you know, uh, moving things from one town to the next, or, you know, like, like those workhorses that Mm. we were talking about with Capricorn. And then all of a sudden we started living longer and we were able to really tap into, you know, kind of what we're here for. So, 
it's to follow those things like you know in this new era follow those things that light you up and the sooner we start doing that the sooner we're gonna like really unleash our own magic and and it's also you know the projector was only kind of born uh after uh uranus was discovered really as well so maybe yeah so maybe we're gonna you know see new energy types come in to play um there's for sure going to be new energy centers. Um, so and I think it's to do with the hands. Okay. Um, like so, healing? But or... I mean, yeah, it's kind of this idea, you know, that we can, in this new paradigm to to get a little bit like deeper mm. <laughs> with you. But, you know, we, we'll be able to, I mean, it somewhat happens now. We'll be able to heal people from like a thousand miles away, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this kind of idea. Oh, and I love so. it. And I love this idea of just like also kind of like embracing a new way of doing things that like you can kind of be anything you want. Like before it felt like you had to have like, I don't know, society was conditioning us to think we had to have like a certain profession, a certain job. And now it's like, I can be an astrologer and you can like do human design. Like, what? Yeah. Like that wasn't an option before, was it? Like, And it's like, it doesn't, things don't have to be hard anymore. It's about being like innovative, you know, like you can earn money any way you want. You can do whatever, you know, kind of um, do things differently. But it's, you know, this whole idea as well, coming back to this era of leftness, this pushing, this consistency, discipline, all like this. And the idea is to really kind of lean out of this, you know, push and pressure and really lean into this like love and tenderness and nurturing, you know, what, what our gift is going to be for the collective. That's what it's about. And, you know, actually people will have different combinations of these arrows um, within their charts, you know, so I, I don't have all right arrows. Um, I have left and right, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to be less prepared for being in a rightness era. It just means leaning into what's better for me mm. is important. It's more important going into like the next era, but leaning into, okay, so inconsistency is good for me. Whereas yeah. consistency is better for you. We spoke about that last week, but it's just kind of the same, you know? Yeah. It's like, if we all just lean into who we actually are, like our authentic selves and that's what this is about, right? Human design and astrology, like aligning with with who you came here to be, with who mm-hmm. your soul wants to be mm-hmm. and like sharing those gifts with the world. And oh, if everyone just did that, imagine how magic it would be. <laughs> like if we all yeah. could just be ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, like I, I heard someone yesterday um, explaining human design and astrology together. And Mm. it really blew my mind because I was like, this is so true. So she said, um, astrology is like your story and your path and everything around that. But human design is kind of the character in the story, who you are Mm. in that story. And that's how they really kind of bind together. And I thought it was so, I was like, wow. (laughs) I need to, I need to, you sent me that. I need to watch that. Maybe we can also share that on our stories for people to see Mm -hmm. as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh, that is so cool. And that's so true. And like, it makes me so much more curious about all the different gates and things as well. We'll have to like deep dive into that because all the different little personality traits that make up our character. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. 
absolutely and I mean the whole paradigm there's so much more I could go into about it yeah. and you know in terms of the gates and all like this but I think um I think we've deep dived kind of we have enough <laughs> Um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It is an intense one, a deep dive. Um, keep your eyes peeled for December 21st. It's a powerful day for us all. Make sure you kind of take some time out for yourself that day to just journal and think about your vision for the future, how you kind of want the world to look. Um, yeah, and if you enjoyed this episode, please review it. Please share it with your friends. That means the world to us. Thanks again for listening. And we will be back next week with another episode of The Stars Aligned. Farewell. Farewell. Farewell.